Hey, man, is that the Garage Rock Show podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is the Garage Rock Show podcast. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash the Garage Rock Show to become a monthly supporter. And make sure to check us out online at thegaragerockshow.com and give us a follow on Facebook at facebook.com slash thegaragerockshow. Now on to this week's episode. It's Friday. It's time for another episode of the Garage Rock Show podcast. Chris here with our special guest this week, Dahlia, joining us. What's up? Hey, uh, yeah. What's up, Chris? Not much. Uh, let's get to uh, the stuff here. We just made it over 5,000 all-time listens. Thanks for that, guys. This is episode number 69, Friday, July 19th, 2019. We have our uh, prize closet available for you guys to win some CDs. All you got to do is text the word PODCAST to 68683. You can win Megadeth's new three-CD set, Pink Floyd, The Early Years, or Long Strange Trip, Untold Story, The Grateful Dead Blu-ray. Just uh, text the word PODCAST, 68683. Go through the steps. Uh, new releases this week on the Billboard charts. Uh, Lion King soundtrack is out. Dolly, you said you wanted to see that, right? I don't recall that conversation. Uh, that you wanted to see The Lion King in the theaters? Oh, yeah, it looks interesting. Yeah, so it's it's out, uh, and so is the soundtrack. Uh, Crown of the Empire's got a new album out. Generationals, Honey, Mike Love from the Beach Boys. Twelve Sides of Summer, no shit. Uh, Nas, Plastic Picnic, Scott Stapp from Creed has his solo album out. This is his first solo album. Uh, the Space Between Shadows, Sum 41 also. Uh, and Tom York from Radiohead, um, so check that out. All right, kicking off rock news this week, Iggy Pop announcing a new album. Uh, his new album's called Free, and he's shared the title track. I didn't have it here, but it's just really weird. It's just kind of like ambient sounds, and he's almost like talking like kind of spoken word, like poetry and stuff. So uh, it's kind of a jazzy track, uh, but it looks to be coming out September 6th, uh, if you guys are interested in that. So check it out at IggyPop.com. Um, all right, some more rock news this week. Tool looks like they've uh, finally appeared on streaming services with their legendary 1991 demo. This is the very first time that they've been on streaming services. Believe it or not, they're not on YouTube, Pandora, anything out there. And this is the first time that they're available online to stream. What do you think about that, Dahlia? I think that's super cool. Yeah. Demo contains six songs, all of which eventually surfaced on the band's 1992 EP Opiate and their first uh, full-length debut. It's a bunch of rough versions of the songs, but first time they've uh, put it out there. Also, this was interesting. Um, I don't know if you saw this. Justin Bieber is reportedly a Tool fan. He took to his Instagram account to post some of the lyrics to Tool's song, The Pot, asking if his fans knew which song it was from. Keenan responded simply by writing, hashtag bummer. And uh, Justin Bieber's wife kind of lashed out at him, and she said... Justin Bieber's married? Yeah, apparently wa- model whom? Haley Baldwin. Oh, good for him. Uh, she said that it was very childish of Maynard uh, to react that way. She said, um, he quote, He expressed he was a fan of your music, grew up listening to your music. You must be unhappy with yourself that you want to make people feel small who express their admiration for you. Very childish and hurtful thing to do. I hope you find security within yourself sad place to be, end quote. So what do you think about that? Um, I think he feels how he feels, and there's that. Moving on to some more rock news, Metallica's concert in Finland drawing 1% of the entire population. Yeah, uh, the population of Finland is, uh, I guess, 5.53 million, 
and the 55,000 attended people uh, at the show set a new record for uh, the venue's previous attendance mark and became the biggest concert ever in the country of Finland. So there you go. Uh, and Metallica, of course, they've been donating like crazy on this tour. They donated 55,000 euros to the Finnish children's charity Hope Rai. Uh, so pretty cool. They're always doing something cool for that. Um, Alice in Chains completing the final episode of their sci-fi uh, film series. It's called Black Antenna. Each episode corresponds to a song on their latest album, Rainier Fog. The finale is set to the song All I Am and is now available to watch on YouTube. So check that one out. Uh, Lil Wayne is not leaving Blink-182 after all. Apparently he had a disastrous kind of show on Friday, July 12th. Um, oh no, excuse me. The show was on Thursday night at Bristow, Virginia. Lil Wayne cut his set short, reportedly complaining about the crowd size and lack of, quote, his fans in the venue. Adding that it was probably going to be his last show on the tour, he thanked Blink-182 and left the stage after just 20 minutes. Uh, so on that- a Saturday show, when it was playing with Wayne on the bill, um, after taking a break on Sunday, he, he said that he's going to be uh, back on the road with them. So I'm pretty sure that the lawyers got involved and said, hey, man, uh, I don't think you can just bail on the tour. Yeah. you got you got to see this through, even if it's not really what you thought it was going to be. Uh, Stone Temple Pilots got a new album out with their new singer Jeff Gutt and he's confirmed that the band has completed the work on this new album um, and it's going to be coming out he says quote the new effort was definitely different it's a very beautiful record end quote um, so not really sure what that means but we'll have to see when it turns out uh, when it gets released later this year uh, there was a big thing in New York there was a huge blackout in New York um, did you hear about all the blackouts that were happening I on, did not on the east coast in when New did York the, when did that happen like recently it was Saturday, July 13th. Uh, there was... Um, so it was like a one-day blackout, or...? I'm not really sure exactly on that. Uh, it was blacked out for several hours downtown Manhattan's west side. Many Broadway shows had to cancel their performances because of the blackout, and if people bought their tickets through StubHub, they'll get their money back under a policy that guarantees refunds for canceled shows. Mm. The $500,000 is just StubHub's loss and doesn't account for all the tickets sold by theater box offices or other companies. Yeah, it was a big deal. Crow milk, of course, is the protein-based milk uh, dairy product made with the eggs of crows, which we all know the eggs of crows are some of the most fortified eggs in the bird kingdom. Charles, you know from harvesting crow's eggs uh, yourself. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The the fortification and benefits of these crow's eggs. Yeah. Sometimes you can just crack one open in your mouth and get the raw nutrients like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. But crow's milk does so much more. It, it not Helps only with inflammation. It, it it not only harnesses yeah. the power of the crow egg, but it it <laughs> blends it up in dairy based product that is just uh, second to mm-hmm. none. You know, and it truly gives you that. It truly gives you that that scavenger chest. Like it <laughs> it really it makes you. It you makes know. you have the mindset of a crow. You see those crows on the street where you're yeah. driving your car, <laughs> and they don't move out of the way. Yeah. Because they're fucking jacked up on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you could be the same way. You know, you could just have that I don't give a fuck mentality yeah. on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. Crow, yeah, crow milk. Drink it. <laughs> Drink it and, and be one with, with your own, um, with your karma. Harness the power of the crow. Harness the power of the crow. Crow milk. So. Thank you, crow milk. Let's move on to On This Day in Music History Trivia. On this day, July 19th, 1997. All right. This album by this group becomes the first album by an electronic group to hit number one in America. Was it A, Daft Punk, 
homework, B, the prodigy, fat of the land, or C, fat boy slim, you've come a long way, baby? What mm. do you think? Okay, well... If you had to guess. If I had to guess... First I, number one electronic album in America. Um, I'm going to go with Daft Punk homework. Daft Punk. Good choice, but it is Prodigy, the fat oh. of the land. That was the first number one electronic group. Really? What what album? album. What what's on like Firestarter? Oh yeah, you're correct. Uh that was a big big track. Daft Punk was more like 95. No, that was released 97 as well. Let's move on to some more trivia guys. July 19th, 1985. This female singer calls up-and-coming heavyweight boxer Mike Tyson before his fight with Larry Sims to wish him good luck, and Tyson easily wins the match. So he's a superstitious guy, and he insists on getting a call from her before every fight after that for a number of years. Who was it? Was it A, Whitney Houston, B, Madonna, or C, Joan Jett? I'm going to go with Madonna. Madonna? Why? Why do you think that? Um. Well, I wanted to... Like, initially I was thinking, like, Whitney Houston, <clears throat> but, you know, I'm going to go with Madonna. Okay. Well, it's actually Joan Jett. Really? Yep, Joan That's Jett. Quite interesting. 1985, on this day, called up an incoming heavyweight boxer Mike Tyson before his fight with Larry Sims. He won it, uh, and then she calls him before every fight up until February 11th, 1990, against his... Uh, Joan Jett, really? Yeah, against his match against Buster Douglas. She didn't call him on that one, and that was his first loss. And uh, so that that that's actually true. Uh, pretty crazy, huh? Lots that of stuff is. here on this day yeah. in rock and roll history here. Let's uh, move on to some more news, though. Movie, TV, and entertainment news this week. The first full trailer for Rob Zombie's 3 from Hell has been released. Uh, the two-minute teaser seems to indicate that the movie kicks off Almost directly following the climax of his 2005 effort, The Devil's Rejects, Rob Zombie's movie, Three from Hell, will be coming out September 16th through the 18th. That's going to be the opening weekend, so check that one out. Uh, John Hamm spills the beans on the new Top Gun. Uh, that one's going to be with Tom Cruise, Miles Teller, John Hamm, Val Kilmer. It's been kept under lock and key, but Hamm is giving uh, fans a glimpse of what awaits. He's saying about Tom, a Top Gun Maverick, he tells Collider that it's filming in the highest possible resolution and utilizing other tech tricks that have never been used before by a movie studio. He's saying they're filming in 6K. It's incredibly high def. He says, quote, the aerial footage is mind-blowing, and it's mostly practical. There's not a lot of CG. Those guys are really up in the planes and getting thrown around in multiple Gs. Uh, so, pretty cool. Takes place uh, decades after the original 86 film. Uh, it's set for a 2020 release, June 26th. And have you heard about this, Dahlia? Uh, the new uh, the new James Bond character will be a woman. Lashana Lynch has been cast as 007 for the new James Bond film. 31-year-old will take over after Daniel Craig reprises his role in the upcoming untitled film currently in production. What do you think of that? I think it's very progressive. Um... Good for her. Uh, I'm sure that they cast her because she has the credentials to back up, you know, what previous um, casting members have done. So good for her. Yeah, we'll see. Um, uh, yeah, that's coming out later next year, I guess. Um, 2019 Emmy nominations. Biggest snubs and surprises. Um, so finally, on a positive note, uh, Schitt's Creek uh, with uh, Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara has finally been nominated for an Emmy in their sixth and final season. 
It's a pretty funny uh, series. I watched a couple of the first uh, ser- seasons of it, and it's a it's a pretty funny one. Uh, so that one's getting uh, some Emmy noms. Also, Game of Thrones taking 32 Emmy nominations. Uh, of course, they're in the lead for the most nods. Kit Harrington and Amelia Clark both earn nods for outstanding leads. This is the most nomination any show has received in a single year. NYPD Blue held the previous record with 26 noms in 1994. So HBO has snagged 137, Netflix 117. They were the only networks to break triple digits with their nominations. When you're about to saddle up and tread that rusty terrain, you need a brand of drink you can rely on. And when you reach across to grab that drink from your compadre on that dusty trail, it's better be something that's made from the heart. And when you open up that mix of taurine and tiger's tears, know that Ball Jack is there with you. Hell yeah! America. Ball Jack has been disputedly bringing its tasty, energizing mix to the mouths of dusty trailblazers like you since 1863. You're goddamn right! Don't leave your dusty trailmate hanging. Reach over and grab his ball jack. He's waiting for you to quench that dusty trailblazing thirst with his ball jack. Woo! Ball jack, the drink of dusty trailblazers. Reach for it today. Let's move on to some world news. Uh, India called off their moon launch less than one hour before liftoff. Imagine that stress. Training for months and months and months. And apparently 56 minutes before it was start to uh, blast off on July 15th, they called it off. The spokesman said that he blamed a technical snag in the rocket launcher. The mission will have the spacecraft land on the lunar south pole of the moon's far side and send a rover to explore water deposits, confirmed by a previous Indian space mission. Pretty awesome. Uh, India will become the only the fourth country to land on the moon after the U.S., Russia, and China. Um, all right. More world news. This was crazy. There was a suspected arsonist that killed 13 people at a Japanese anime studio. On Thursday, July 18th, this guy killed one person and left 12 others presumed to be dead, with as many as 18 possibly trapped inside. There were 36 people injured, some of them critically. The fire broke out in the three-story Kyoto Animation Building. Man burst in, screaming, you die, and set it on fire, spraying an unified unidentified liquid to accelerate it according to officials crazy um so geez just nuts and also we were talking about the running of the bulls uh three people last week were injured well now that it's done eight people have been gored at the running of the bulls festival in spain after it came to an end on sunday after nine days during which a total of eight people were gored Three of those people, two Australians and one Spaniard, were gored during the final bull run yesterday. Two Americans were gored on the first day of the festival. That's uh, what we reported, so crazy. Drug kingpin El Chapo, sentenced to life in prison. Uh, he was sentenced to life in prison on Wednesday, July, on Wednesday, July 17th in New York Federal Court. The 62-year-old was brought into the U.S. in 2017 to stand trial. Do you think he's going to escape? Do you think they're going to be able to keep him in prison? He's a known guy to get escaping out of, like, maximum security prisons. Do you think he's going to be able to stay here? I have no idea. Yeah, well, we'll see. Uh, Congo's Ebola outbreak declared global health emergency. This is crazy. Congo's Ebola outbreak. Remember the movie that came out in the 90s? It was called Outbreak. 
Yeah, I do. I, was, I think I recall. It was about the Congo and Ebola, and man, this is uh, really happening. Well, I know what Ebola is. More than 1,600 people have died since last August in the Ebola outbreak, the second deadliest in history. Uh, so the WHO says that the risk is spreading in, in the region is high, but the risk outside of the area is still low. So it's not a total global uh, issue right now. Do they know right what's now. causing? There, no, I'm reading here. It doesn't say, nope. It doesn't say anything about how it was, um, how it's being caused. The case after case is being reported, though. Mm. Uh, world record pizza festival created a 59 foot long pizza festival. Yeah, pizza festival in Ontario, Canada. Uh, it's the Vaughn Pizza Fest, and they made a calzone longer than 59 feet. That's cool. Uh, so there you go. That's that's something that I can speak upon. Uh, an estimated 1,200 shops could close by the end of 2019. Mm-hmm. Brick and mortar stores keep on closing, and experts say the trend is not slowing down. They're saying that more than 7,000 stores are slated to shutter this year with thousands of locations already gone. They say the record year for closings, though, was in 2017 with over 8,000 shuttered stores, and they expect the closings to continue in future years. Do you think that uh, that's really going to happen? or I don't know. I think people still like shopping in stores, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, look at Amazon. What do you I mean? like shopping in stores. Amazon has like the, a whole thing where you can go in and look at different things. Right. And yeah, they know. Walmart, and you can go in, and people want to go in and look at things. But it's probably know? just going to be trimming the fat. A lot of the stores, you know. uh, a lot of the ones are going to that aren't popular. People want to see things that are tangible, that are um, that that could come to fruition, you know, in their own homes, or even if it's just like a faucet or a nice, you know, new uh, bathroom setup. You know, I I don't see that being eliminated completely. Right. Yeah, probably People not. People want to see things. So I, I imagine there would be showrooms. All right. Moving on to some more world news. You can get Dippin' Dots for free National Ice Cream Day this Sunday. Just go to any Dippin' Dots place and you can get it for free. So there you go. This Sunday. Uh, conspiracy Corner. This is weird. Elon Musk has plans to, con- uh, plans to connect human brains di- directly to computers. Uh, he's saying that he's planning to com- connect human brains directly to computers in what he described as a um, symbiosis with artificial intelligence. He said this at a California Academy of Science present- t- presentation on Tuesday night. He founded a company called Neuralink in 2016 to create interfaces connecting human brains and computers. He said one of the goals is to treat brain disorders, but he also said it's intended to help, quote, preserve and enhance your own brain warning as he has before that humanity is at risk of being left behind by the rapid advancement of artificial intelligence. What do you think of that? I think it's an interesting concept. Would you want, how do, how do you feel about that? Chris? I don't know. I don't think I, I don't know. It's kind of one of those things that it's like stem cell research that in, you know, it's, it's under the guise of, yeah, we want to make your b- brain better and help you out and this and that. But also, it's also like really, you know, George Orwellian futuristic stuff that should we be even messing with that or messing with nature in that way? And uh, it's kind of a double-edged sword. In your, in your opinion, do you think we already are in a society dealing with this kind of stuff or playing around? Well, with yeah, this obviously kind of he's doing it. I mean, he's talking about it. He founded the Neuralink company. Uh, this is already happening. So, I would mean, you want your brain linked to? No, I wouldn't. No, I don't think I would. Yar, you hear that? 
That's the sound of Mother Nature. She's an uncompromising beast. Think about it. What was the largest mammal in the history of this earth? The blue whale. What did they eat to become the largest beast on the planet? Krill. That's right. We've harnessed the power of the wild and mysterious krill in our new triple baleen filtered krill reserve lager. We filter our beer in a revolutionary baleen strainer, imitating the way blue whales would eat and process their krill. Yar, this is the same process. Filters and extracts all of the seaworthy nutrients your body needs. We only harvest the most wild and exotic krill from one of the most deadly seas on the planet, the Black Sea. Yar! So whether you're fishing for barnacles, sailing the seven seas of cheese, or disposing of unwanted trash or bodies in your nearest lake, yar, you need an uncompromising lager made of the same nutrients that fuel the beasts of the sea. Krill Reserve Lager. Triple baleen filtered for maximum krill potency. It's not just delicious, it's krillicious. Yar! All right, moving on. House directs the Pentagon to review whether U.S. tried to turn ticks into bioweapons. This is true. Apparently, between 1950 and 1975, the U.S. military experimented with manipulating ticks and other insects to be used as biological weapons. So, uh, this amendment was put forward by Republican Chris Smith of New Jersey, said he acted after reading several books and articles that suggested U.S. government research had been done to put pathogens into ticks and other insects that could cause disease, disabilities, and even death and potential enemies. Among what Smith wants to know is if any such modified ticks escaped or were intentionally released into the wild. However, the claims have been questioned by some expert who dismissed conspiracy theories about the federal government helping in spreading of tick-borne diseases like Lyme disease, and that the federal agencies may have worked to hide findings about the spread of Lyme disease. So what do you think of that? That's kind of interesting. I kind of believe that, I mean... This, the, the, the U.S. military is not denying that they did these experiments, and he's just asking if these ticks that they that were weaponized escaped or if they, you know, were voluntarily let out into the public. It's kind of mm-hmm. crazy, right? Yeah, I would have to see the documentation behind it in order to make a an assessment. So. Yeah, good luck with that. It's government stuff. Yeah, so. Treasury Secretary critical of Facebook's digital currency plans. Uh, this is the this is we talked about this last week about how Facebook wants to do this digital currency, and now the Treasury Secretary is warning that it could be used for illegal activity like money laundering, human trafficking, financing terrorism, and tax evasion. Yeah, no duh. Uh, he said Facebook quote has a lot of work to do before we get to the point where we're comfortable with it. Uh, so yeah, they're they're calling it Libra, and apparently can make real progress toward building a more inclusive financial infrastructure according to Facebook, so we we shall see. Uh, this was a cool story this week. An Apple Watch saved a man's life. 22-year-old man was saved by his Apple Watch when it detected an irregular heartbeat. So he went to the doctor after his watch picked up some worrying heart readings while he wasn't doing any physical activity. So the performing arts student was diagnosed with aortic regurgitation, which is known as a leaky heart valve, and had unknowingly suffered from the chronic condition since birth. His heart rate is now back to normal following a five-hour surgery, but his Apple Watch helped him out there. Pretty cool. So those things are um, pretty beneficial in some ways. Um, do you, When you run, do you bend your arms, Dahlia? When I run, do I bend? Well, 
I don't ever run because I'm lazy. <laughs> but well, when I run, I do this. You so can, you can she's kind of pumping her fist at like a 90 degree angle with her arms. So they did this research at Harvard. It's a balance thing. They found that running or walking with straight, ar- straight arms is more efficient than doing so with bent arms. Holding arms bent while walking increased energy consumption by 11%, but having arms bent or straight while running resulted in little difference. In so Phoebe use. was right in that episode when she went running. She would always run like with her arms straight out and everyone made fun of her. Phoebe and the episode Friends. Oh, yeah. I'm going back to a Friends episode. She ran all crazy, but her arms, I think, were spread out. And they were like, why are you running like that? No, you need to run like this. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, speaking of Guinness World Records, another man has set one sitting on the toilet for 100. So you're saying we shouldn't run like this? I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying they did a study on what's more efficient or not, what uses more energy. Mm. All right. Moving on to another Guinness World Record. A man sat on the toilet for 116 hours with his pants on and up in the main room of a bar in Austin, Belgium. Why? Uh, He set a new Guinness World Record. I don't know. The toilet was not hooked up to any plumbing. He just sat on it, uh, and he says that Guinness does not yet have a record for longest time sitting on a toilet. So there you go. (laughs) He beat it. Okay. Uh, 116 hours on the toilet. I don't know how we could do that, though, without having to go to the toilet. It seems like cheating, though. How, How could you do that with not having to go to the toilet? It does. It wasn't hooked up to any plumbing. 116 hours. That's like f- what? Five, six days? Six days? Well, Something like let's that? think about it. How many hours are in a day? It's about five. 24 hours in a day. Yeah, you do the math. I'm gonna move on. West Palm Beach weaponizes music. This is interesting. I don't know if you've been to the um, 7-Eleven on R Street in Merced, but they do this. They are trying to the keep 7-Eleven on R Street. Oh yeah. Yes. Okay. So when you go in there, they play the music super loud on the outside. They have classical music that's blaring. They do the same thing on 7-Eleven on right here next on G and Olive. Yeah, because it keeps the homeless people away. And apparently now they're playing kids' songs like Raining Tacos and Baby Shark on a loop overnight in one move that Homeless Man compared to, quote, tortures used by the Nazis during World War II, end quote. Officials note that the city and multiple nonprofit organizations are also working on efforts to combat homelessness, but this I is one of the ways. I noticed like, about a month ago when they started playing the... Cl- it's really loud, too. Oh, yeah. It, they blast it. I love it, because, you know, I listen to classical music. I'm like, oh, this is so inviting. Why do yeah. you think it drives them crazy, though? I mean, certain... Well, I don't know. I'm not a mental health clinician. <laughs> right, but we're just speculating. I mean, maybe it's because it's music that's too complex or just not something that you can groove to like you know why does it scare off certain people you know Mm. not really sure but it works and so there you go that does it for us this week we'll see you guys next week on the garage rock show podcast have a good one peace by accessing this podcast you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the garage rock show or used by tgrs with permission and are protected under u.s and international copyright and trademark laws 
The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinions, standards, or policies of The Garage Rock Show. TGRS assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. This disclaimer is posted in full at thegaragerockshow.com.